So nearly 7.32 and the proposed trade deal RCEP that I was just referring to, it will account for nearly a third of global GDP and a third of the world's population. But it could take years yet to complete and months to even get underway, despite the recent positive headlines about South Korea's involvement. Considering all the hype, let's clear up the picture as best we can and assess it with first international relations expert Professor Kim Hyung-jong from East Asia International College at Yonsei University's Wonju campus. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. So let's start with the with the basic question, which perhaps if we don't deal with, uh, we'll leave too many in the dark. What exactly is RCEP? All right. As you know, the RCEP is basically a free trade agreement among 10 ASEAN member states and those six countries that which have the FTA deals with ASEAN, namely Korea, China, China Japan, India, Australia, and New Zealand. And uh, RCEP negotiation was officially launched in 2012. Uh, since then, the leaders of the 16 member countries denominated it to be a modern, comprehensive, high-quality and mutually beneficial deals. In fact, the RCEP is not only about the elimination of the tariff on trade goods, but also about the trade-related norms, including trade in service, investment, intellectual property rights, e-commerce, and other issues, which were not fully incorporated into the previous individual deals with ASEAN. That's why we may call it the economic comprehensive partnerships. At this point, how significant is it that we've got 15 RCEP countries, excluding India, concluding text-based trade negotiations and planning to actually sign it next year. Right. And, well, at this moment, actually, we have to see the final agreement, and which is not revealed yet. But we can say that um, we see some of the significance of the RCEP, although ASEAN, the India has decided to away from this deal at this moment, mainly due to the domestic concern. First of all, what we can see is that the RCEP has the potential to be a game changer for the regional trade and anchoring Korea into a mega FTA as it accounted half the world population and one third of the world trade and investment. And actually, the concluding RCEP negotiation is also timely, very significant at a time of the considerable international trade policy turbulence, uh, such as the tariff retaliation the rise of the protectionism, and particularly trade war between the U.S. and China. In this sense, RCEP is important to secure stable, rule-based international trade environment, as RCEP is about regionalism, not nationalism, and also it's about the international norms, not the protectionism. Right. It's interesting, actually, you say the word regionalism, because often we, we see two alternatives, nationalism and globalism. I, I guess it's closer to globalism anyway. Um, but, right. but, but in the context of this China versus U.S. situation, RCEP falls in the China camp. It's viewed often and described often as being China-backed. Can you elaborate on that influence from Beijing? Right. Uh, although it often described as China-backed RCEP, but we need to look at the very origin and the trajectory of the RCEP. In fact, the RCEP was launched as an ASEAN initiative, not China's. <coughs> For ASEAN, after having FTA deals with the major countries, ASEAN soon realized that it needed to ease the complexities, mainly due to the existing five FTA deals, and especially the differences in, in rules of the origins and so on. And, and ASEAN read the FTA deals, and RCEP had allowed the member states 
a kind of the flexibility on the implementation of the RCEP the agreements. And ASEAN member states come to the negotiation table often with the pre-agreed opinions among them. However, I mean, the, it, we cannot deny that the China's rising influence due to the its growing economic powers, especially the development of the TPP and so on, there is growing concern over the China's influence over the region. For instance, some ASEAN member states, such as India and Indonesia, have worried about the, the possible flood of the China's goods, uh, which made the India fall out from this deal at this moment. But still, I believe that RCEP will may, uh, may not uh, allow China's dominance in this region, as it includes uh, those members, ASEAN, Japan, and even Korea, who are uh, strongly concerned about the possible domination of one country. Indeed. Um, so you mentioned ASEAN before, the Association of Southeast Asian Nations. Uh, the fact that it began with ASEAN and still will heavily incorporate ASEAN. How does that tie in with President Moon's new southern policy? All right. Uh, President Moon's new southern policy is mainly focused on the cooperation with ASEAN and India. So those two countries, uh, two parties are core <coughs> members of the RCEP. In this sense, RCEP is expect to, expected to enhance economic ties with ASEAN given the trade pattern between the ASEAN and Korea. So mainly the intermediate goods and the part are major component of the trade goods due to what is called the vertical division of the labor within this region, which enabled the once-assembled goods in ASEAN to be re-exported to other countries. So as you know that ASEAN becomes the second largest trading and investment partner of the Korea after China. So ASEAN has recorded stable economic growth with sizable market. More importantly, it has worked toward economic community focusing single production base and the single market. So I think that uh, with the launch of the RCEP, it will make ASEAN and remain important economic partners for Korea for some time. And we'll have the chance to get even closer with Busan hosting the Korea ASEAN Special Summit on the 25th and 26th of this month. It had been hoped that it might have been a platform for bringing Chairman Kim Jong-un here, maybe also a platform for Japan ties. But the reality, of course, is if nothing else, this is going to bring Korea closer to those Southeast Asian nations, isn't it? Can you explain a bit more to us about this event? Right. Actually, this the commemorating summit is the celebrating the 30 years of the anniversary since Korea became the sectoral dialogue partner of the ASEAN in 1989. But as you know, that the ASEAN has increasingly become an important partner for Korea in many sense. Uh, besides the economic sense, <coughs> uh, the, in political and security cooperation, ASEAN also became very important partners. Uh, South Korea has signed the Treaty of Amity and Cooperation, and also uh, the ASEAN has a role to play in promoting the peace in Korean Peninsula. For instance, ASEAN has held, uh, already signed the Southeast Asian Nuclear Weapon region, which should have the implication for the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula uh, and even in East Asia. So. ASEAN uh, should claim that a more active role in promoting peace in East Asia. Uh, I I think these are the reasons why we need to welcome the leaders of the ASEAN. Thank you very much, Professor Kim, for joining us first of all today. And thank you for having me. Professor 
Kim Hyung-jong from Yonsei University at Wonju. But let's continue with the economic side of the discussion. International trade expert Professor Chung in yo from the College of Business Administration at Inhai University also joins us on the line. Good morning and thank you to you. Hello. Hi. So, again, coming back to a, a broad brush stroke from you, what will RCEP do in terms of enhancing free trade, do you think? Okay, uh, as uh, already discussed, RCEP is composed of uh, 60 member countries of uh, 10 ASEAN countries, uh, Japan, uh, China, South Korea, Australia, New Zealand, and India. But uh, India uh, was uh, not ready for joining the RCEP this time uh, because uh, the country lacks in uh, political capacity of uh, uh, adopting a full-size free trade agreement. Uh, India has demanded a uh, special and differentiated uh, treatment in trade negotiation. Uh, although India did not uh, join the RCEP, uh, I think it is a significant step for uh, East Asian economic integration. Uh, there has not been uh, a trade uh, agreement that uh, includes uh, the entire region in uh, East Asia. Uh, this uh, also uh, be- beca- uh, will become, uh, become uh, the first uh, regional economic integration. Uh, still, uh, it is uh, a uh, pity that uh, India did not agree at uh, the end, but uh, I believe that uh, further uh, negotiations will develop into uh, develop the ourselves into the world's largest trade block. Uh, although the the market uh, the level of market opening and the quality of uh, trade rules are not uh, very excellent, uh, I would like to focus on the formation of uh, uh, region-wide trade block. Right. So hopefully India can be part of this down the line. And we might want to maintain a, a global outlook, a regional outlook, rather than the protectionist nationalism that we've been also referring to. However, we have to ask what kind of positive and a negative impact potentially RCEP will have on our economy here in South Korea. Oh, yes. Uh, the RCEP is, uh, it seems to be good uh, for the region-wide uh, because, uh, you know, the, we should pay attention to the potential uh, economic impact on uh, each member country as well as the whole region. Once in effect, the RCEP will become world's largest trade agreement covering uh, so almost uh, 32% of global GDP and uh, 3.5 billion people or almost half of uh, the world's uh, population. Uh, RCEP economists account for uh, 29% of global trade and about uh, one-third of uh, global uh, investment. Uh, In general, uh, the RCEP will provide uh, some uh, business chances for Korea as well as uh, uh, other members. Uh, uh, however, uh, uh, 
unlike uh, uh, new uh, mega FTA, uh, Korea has entered uh, many bilateral FTAs with uh, all uh, individual members of ALSEP uh, except uh, Japan. Uh, Korea's ALSEP goal was uh, uh, to introduce uh, better market access and trade rules than existing FTAs, but uh, it was uh, uh, not possible for Korea to realize this goal. Uh, however, we are, I'm gonna say, uh, we are fortunate to, uh, to sign, uh, our first region-wide FTA, as well as our first, uh, trade agreement with Japan. Uh, as you know, uh, the two countries are uncomfortable with, uh, trade, uh, regulations. I hope uh, this also will at least contribute to normalizing uh, Japan-Korea relationship, uh, at least in the trade sector. Yes, that's an excellent point, um, given how challenging it will be to lift Japan's trade restrictions bilaterally at this point, although there have been some positive noises on that lately. Um, Can you um, also address for us the difference between RCEP and the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for the Trans-Pacific Partnership, or or CPTPP, uh, to give it that awkward uh, reference. It involves 11 Asia-Pacific countries, and South Korea did not join that one, uh, but has joined RCEP. Why? Uh, uh, RCEP was uh, agreed uh, at the East Asian Summit uh, about uh, 10 years ago. Uh, and uh, the TPP was uh, led by United States at uh, similar time. When the United States declared the TPP negotiation, uh, especially in 2011 or 12, uh, at the time, uh, Korea uh, implemented uh, uh, it's uh, bilateral appeal with the United States. Uh, since the uh, U.S.-Korea FTA was in effect, the attractiveness of the TPP uh, was not so great for South Korea. Uh, since then, the Korean government has focused more on uh, FTA negotiations with uh, China than on considering joining the TPP. Uh, and it was uh, uh, politically difficult to to consider participating in TPP negotiation uh, due to domestic uh, political and economic issues. Uh, since uh, Korea uh, implemented so many bilateral FTAs, uh, the political support for another uh, FTA with the United States uh, was uh, not very, very favorable. Uh, for this reason, as you know, the, the Korean government has not yet decided to join uh, the current version of TPP, which is the CPTPP, uh, although the government uh, decided to talk with uh, individual members of CPTPP mm. in order to check 
the conditions uh, for joining uh, the the TPP. So, you know, the still now actually the situation is uh, much worse than in ten or seven eight years ago because uh, United States. Professor Chong, so, thank you very much for, for the background there and for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. Okay, thank you. Professor Chong and Gil from the College of Business Administration at Inha University.